It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On Giants.com. I like it, I like it, I like it. And the Giants mobile app. Boom. Give me some juice. Part of the Giants podcast network. Let's roll. Welcome to the Giants huddle podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. Uh, Madeline Burke, Howard Cross here after a tough week one loss to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. The Giants fall 40 to nothing at home at MetLife Stadium. Howard, this is a tough way to start the season. Yeah, definitely a tough way to start the season. I think that, you know, the weather didn't help. I don't think that they, the, the unforced errors didn't help. Yeah, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, you mentioned the weather. It was pouring down rain here at MetLife Stadium, some points more than others. Um, you mentioned shot themselves in the foot, too, though. Like, the way that this game started, the series, the first uh, offensive possession, the Giants were kind of charging down the field. They were getting the run game going quite well, especially. Uh, but then, you know, a false start by Andrew Thomas, a, a botched snap by uh, the rookie JMS. And then things just kind of got out of control. Graham Gano gets a blocked field goal returned for a touchdown, and suddenly Dallas is on the board, and the momentum has changed. You know, Dave all talks a lot about, you know, having clean operations. And I saw a lot of times tonight they were calling timeouts because they didn't have the right people on the field. People were running back and forth and substitutions. Things were kind of kind of in disarray, and it started really early. That, that first block kick was part of the operations, the the mishandled snap. Um, when he skips it back to the quarterback, I, I probably wet ball. He was looking at his hands. It was starting to rain a little bit. Uh, that was a bad thing. And then when you, when you, you turn around, and instead of you're averaging six yards a carry, and you come out in the second series, you start throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. You can't stop Michael Parsons or the entire Dallas front. And all of a sudden, you're in third and long. You throw the ball out outside to Saquon. And he gets hit just in the turn, and you get your first interception. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the inability to stop that Dallas defensive front, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were putting pressure on Daniel Jones all night. He was sacked seven times tonight, four times in the first half, running for his life in the moments that he wasn't. I mean, he's 15 of 28 in passing for 104 yards. Uh, two interceptions, though one of them was kind of a, a, a tough one to call an interception. That being said, though, when your quarterback is under that much duress, how much can you expect from the offense? What do you make of, of, of why Daniel Jones was under that much pressure tonight? Well, we said at the beginning we were hoping that Evan Neal was going to pick up his game, but it's kind of hard to pick up your game when you have the Dallas front coming in. Uh, we were hoping for the interior of the line to look a little bit better with, with Lewinsky and and Bredesen, but you know they started to started to falter. And it's just a point you have to be willing to uh, almost fight, like physically fight when when things are going bad to to try to if, even if you're not you know so sort and sort winning your plays, you can just be angry enough to try to make something happen. And I, I didn't see a lot of the fight. They kind of got discouraged early and they were trying to find their way. This is also a product of being told all year long how great you were, how, how you guys made the playoffs, you'll make another big leap. I'm tired of losing. It's, every year is different. You have to be prepared for the, for the start of the year and they were not quite mentally prepared. I think coach will be beating on them about that this next week. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with citizens. So go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? 
Yeah, a very humbling moment on national television for this Giants team. Um, we talked about the trenches and we talked about how much pressure Daniel Jones was under, but how about the lack of pressure for Dak Prescott, right? It seemed like, you know, when we come into this game and you got two of the Cowboys offensive linemen banged mm-hmm. up and, you know, unsure whether or not they were going to go. And you, you're looking at the fact that uh, the way that this defensive front, the depth of the Giants defense mm-hmm. and, and how much pressure they have the ability to put on the quarterback – why did they struggle so much tonight? I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. I don't think Dallas had that many plays, first off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in the first, you know, the, the return for the touchdown of uh, the block kick, the return for the touchdown of the interception, Dallas still hasn't seen the field yet, right? They don't see the field for a while for, from, from an offensive standpoint. I think they scored maybe seven or ten points in the first half offensively, but everything else was coming from the special team blunders and, and the mistakes. Uh, and Dak was getting hit. You know, he was getting hit. He just wasn't getting sacked. And I think you saw a lot of air and throws early on by Dak. You saw the ball going into the ground um, by Dak. You saw him getting above the turf a few times. But as for the actual sack itself, you didn't see the actual sack. And, and you know, going back to Daniel, Daniel probably got sacked 10 times tonight or maybe more. Uh, they call some of those back because of penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, like holding penalties down the field, holding the receiver. So, you know, that's that's not even counting the hits he took. So he may have been hit 21 to 22 times in the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, he definitely got hit. He'll definitely be in the cold tub um, this week before the Giants head out west. Uh, you talk about the penalties, too. The Giants had quite a few of those today, mm-hmm. six penalties for 72 yards, one of them a big one on Trey Hawkins, the, the rookie corner. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a tough moment for him matched up against Brandon Cooks. And, and how do you kind of break down what happened there? I didn't really see a penalty, so I'm just, it's yeah. kind of hard because basically the way the rule says if you're running down the field and you're not grabbing because they weren't really, they were jousting or fighting, uh, and the ball came in the air and they both looked back at the same time. And he wasn't handled, manhandled, pushed or anything. I'm kind of, I just think that he was just bigger than Cooks and it just looked like he was just, you know, impulsive imposing his uh, will over Cooks at the moment and, it, and they just threw the flag because he did everything right. Right, right, absolutely. And I think some of this too, you know, coming in week one, game one, Sunday night football, the mm-hmm. weight of the moment. You know, you had a beautiful national anthem before the game by Queen Latifah and, mm-hmm. you know, in honoring the 9-11 first responders and and there was a lot uh, of gravity to this game mm-hmm. as well. Do you think that perhaps, you know, some of the young guys on this team especially might have felt that? Was there a little bit of that in this one as well? Well, I hope not because the next two of the next three games will be night games. Uh, we'll have a Monday night game, a Thursday night game. Uh, so that's not very helpful if, <laughs> if, 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 if the, if the lights going out scares the guys a little bit. So, uh, they've, they've had a rough record or we've had a rough record, uh, for a while at, at night games. So I'm, I'm hoping that they somehow, somebody can change that. Yeah, it's a tough one. This is the biggest shutout loss in New York Giants opener history. 40 to nothing at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. And we've talked about this quite a bit throughout the offseason as well, just the necessity to close the talent gap in the division. Um, you know, of course, the next couple of games are not division games. It's a while before there's another division opponent. But, you know, you got the Cowboys on your schedule again later on in the year. Mm-hmm. Um as much as it's like, yes, you know, we've heard from GM Joe Shane saying as much as the, the division games matter, so did the non-division ones. But you want to be able to close that talent gap. Is this a game that you feel it could be just, okay, let's just flush this one down the toilet, look past it and say, okay, we'll move on? Or is there something you really need to take away from this loss to the Cowboys? 
I think for, for one, you have to watch the tape very closely and then see where you can improve. Uh, and the reason why is because it's not, I know it's not tape anymore, but the stuff that you're seeing is going wrong. Other teams see it going wrong and they're going to come with that week in and week out. Yeah. Uh, and, and everybody doesn't have a Michael Parsons, but there are Bosa's out there and they, you know, and you got the entire front from Philadelphia out there and the Washington football team has a, a very nice front as well. So you have those guys within your divisions. Uh, so again, you got Bosa and the San Francisco 49ers. That defense is really rocking. Uh, and so you're going to have to be prepared for a lot of guys coming after you or play the Jets later in the season right. as well. So if you put it on tape that they can, they can get after guys with pressure, if you just twist and stunt and bring a couple extra guys here and there, they are not going to be able to block it. They're going to continue to see it over and over and over again. Teams that don't blitz and don't stunt will start stunning and blitzing just to make sure they can get to Daniel Jones. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? Right. Well, and especially, too, when you look at the fact that a lot of the blunders for the Giants tonight came on third down. Is mm-hmm. there something to be said about that? Yeah, they, they, it, it's not you have to think about it. If they're not able to block them in the first and second down, then third down, if it's third and long, they're just pinning their ears back and coming with full full tilt. You know, no regard for the run or anything else. They're just like, okay, let's go get the quarterback. Meet you in the backfield. There's been a lot of talk, and especially in this offseason or in this you know training camp and leading up to the season about the guard position at the offensive line. And, you know, earlier this week, Brian Dable said, yes, we had decided on who's going to be the guard. They went with Bredesen and Glowinski mm-hmm. um, in this one. Uh you know, when we saw the pressure that Daniel Jones was under, is there something to be said about just the line as a whole, the struggles that we saw there in general? Yeah, I mean, everybody was getting beat. I think Andrew Thomas, after the, the block field goal, probably tweaked his hamstring or something as he was trying to, you know, chase the play down from behind. It's, I mean, great effort, but right. he's not going to catch it. Right. Uh, so so he, he was, like, limping a little bit. Evan Neal was, like, out there, seemed like he was in a turnstile at some points in, in the game. He got his ankle taped up to it early on in the game at uh, one point. So if, if, you're, if they're all nicked up early on, then it doesn't get better because those guys aren't going to say, oh, oh, you're hurt, so I'm going to slow down. They just they pick up the pace. Uh, the two guards, and during the run game, they looked okay. During the pass game, I think they got overwhelmed. The two big guys in the middle, you know, you know, Hank's Hank's been here was was one of time our draft pick, but these guys in the middle have never played against him, so they shouldn't be overwhelmed by him. And there's a lot of sacks coming coming from a lot of different positions on the field. It wasn't just like they were getting blitzed and the blitzer was sacking them. These were the four guys with a hand in the dirt that were sacking them. Yeah, and this is one of those things, too. I mean, Brian Dable spoke after uh, this one saying, you know what, we're going to have to go back and look at this one, and this is not who we are. That was also the sentiment from Daniel Jones saying this is not the team, this is not who we are capable of being. Um, we'll see, you know, luckily for them, they got another game next week. You, you could say that's not who you are, but that's what you put on tape. Right. And whatever you put on tape is who you are that day. You have to go out and change that and change the opinions of everyone. And, you know, the big thing is, it's it's what I would say. You, you want this to be something you can wash away. You don't want it to be a stain where every time you put the shirt on, you're like, oh, I remember when I did that. So like you, that's, that's got to be out of the system. So they need to watch and do their corrections and, and see where they can get better. And they got to get some fight between now and then, uh, before, between now and next weekend and want to fight because that should embarrass you and that should hurt your feelings. 
Right. Absolutely. And not just a tough one next week, but, you know, a tough one the next two weeks, as you mentioned, this West Coast swing mm -hmm. is going to be underway. The Giants heading to Arizona to face the Cardinals. And then they'll be staying on the West Coast for the short week before they face the 49ers on Thursday night football. Uh, that's a wrap for your Giants huddle. Rapid reaction on a tough loss week one at MetLife Stadium on Sunday night football as the Giants fall to the division rival Dallas Cowboys right here at MetLife Stadium. The huddle is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants from game day to every day. Citizens is made ready for Giants fans with insights, guidance, and solutions. Learn more at citizensbank.com. Giants fans love a winner. It's why they love Citizens, named a 2022 Best Bank in the U.S. by the banker as official bank of the Giants and sponsor of the huddle. Citizens is made ready for fans of Big Blue. Learn more at citizensbank.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Madeline Burke. He's Howard Cross. We'll see you next time.